Welcome to another episode of the Presale Pulse Live, a channel that is dedicated to helping you understand everything happening in the real estate marketplace across Metro Vancouver and the Fraser Valley. And of course, as always, if you're new to this channel, the Presale Pulse is all about recapping both the presale and the resale marketplace over the past 30 days. So we want to touch on everything that's trending in the industry and just ensure that all of our subscribers feel like they have their fingers on the pulse and becoming real estate intelligent. So it's mid-May and today we're going to talk shop for what's happening in the month of April. Uh, Vancouver's been breaking records all over the place. Everything in the Lower Mainland was hot. The weather, real estate, and of course construction, rising costs playing a huge part of the demand cycle, amplifying the trends that we've seen earlier in the year. So let's jump into it. Absolutely. If you need more information on a specific marketplace or just want a trusted second opinion, uh, reach out through the links below. Uh, and of course, special thank you to Urban Analytics and all the industry leaders who helped us prepare for today's segment. And we're going to say the same thing that we always say. If, if there's value that you guys are feeling, if you really enjoy these shows, I'm going to recommend that you subscribe. It's the easiest way for this to land in your inbox. It's also the easiest way for you guys to stay up to date on everything that's happening in the pre-sale and resale marketplace. Looking forward to getting into it. So as we always do, let's start with the macro and take a look at what's going on around the world today. Uh, interest rates, we have to touch on these, uh, obviously remaining very low. However, the Bank of Canada has shared that they are, they are considering raising these rates uh, a little bit earlier than anticipated. Initially, we thought maybe that would happen in 2023. The expectation is that this will happen in 2022. Variable rate today sitting at 1.29%, uh, maybe up to 1.39, depending on the bank. And then of course our fixed five year sitting at 1.69 to kind of 1.89%-ish. April BC unemployment, 7.1%. Uh, that is just a huge shift from where we were just a year ago. Uh, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't too long ago when we're back in April of 2020 and, uh, and that number was somewhere between 11 and 12%. Uh, Canadian uh, dollar obviously appreciating very, very fast relative to the USD. Uh, it's sitting at 0.83% uh, today. That's, that's astonishing. Our expectation though is that that's going to continue to gain momentum as well as inflation becomes a big part of the conversation. Vaccinations. Mm consumer confidence really, really shifting towards air travel. Uh, although it's at record lows, our hope is that it continues to gain strength and we know that that's going to have a huge impact uh, on our ability um, uh, to continue to support our immigration uh, targets that have been set by the federal government. So the stock market still continuing to perform very, very well. Cryptocurrency uh, has been one of the hottest topics and, and all, some of the trends that we saw from Bitcoin over the previous 30 to 60 days have come to an end, 20% drop. However, others like Dogecoin are doing very, very well. Now, we're going to touch on a whole bunch of more uh, important data in, in uh, the moments to come. And of course, make sure that you also check out and take some time on the Fraser Valley edition of the Presale Pulse, uh, shared it in the links below. So Ryan, let's look at our launch same month sales absorptions. Just under a thousand new pre-sale homes released in April, of which 56% were sold, uh, or in other words, 544 sales. Um, fun fact, of the 977 units released, 374 of them were low-rise condos, and we saw an 82% sales absorption rate for that product. That's an incredible number, uh, and certainly gives you a sense of what's actually selling uh, out in the market right now. This is also the second consecutive month with an over 50% same month absorption rate, which again just speaks to the strength of the market. Uh, and of course, similar to the resale market, March was certainly a record-breaking month. We've seen that um, activity really continue to trickle on into April. Uh, and, uh, and even though things have quieted down just a little, uh, lots of momentum uh, still in the market. 
And, and I think unlike months past, much of the activity really has centered in Vancouver, both within the west side and east side, and those are markets that we're really excited to see come back. A few uh, months ago, we were talking about how they might be some of the most sleepiest across the marketplace. Uh, notable sites, Raphael by Landa and Point Grey, and then of course Polygon's Conservatory in UBC. And you can't not talk about Oak and 57 Townhomes by Coromandel. Uh, they're smaller projects in nature, but it's fantastic to see that many of them uh, experience sales ratios of 50% or higher. Let's talk a little bit about the April pre-sale project numbers as well. Um, we saw 977 homes uh, released across the Lower Mainland, and these were across 13 different projects. And this is very similar launch numbers to the month of March, which we're excited about because absorption rate also was maintained as you just shared. And for reference, the 10-year average for monthly new units released sits somewhere around 1,100. The monthly average uh, over the past year has been approximately 750 units. Uh, and so you can see that we're continuing to build up uh, in terms of our release and the comfort level that many developers have in bringing new homes to the marketplace. On the previous episode, demand was driven by having competition in the resale market and it being very, very heavy. Lack of inventory forcing so many of our home buyers to have to consider new home inventory rather than existing properties. That's primarily because there was just many multiple offers and very difficult to purchase a home. The landscape is very similar to uh, this month. The market conditions, and I think also very similar to some of the market conditions that we were experiencing uh, back in 2016. Uh, we would see uh, rampant price escalation. That was primarily the result of very challenging uh, environment for home buyers to be able to pursue established homes or existing properties in the Lower Mainland and Fraser Valley. So there have been many recent polls and headlines lately sharing that consumer confidence has risen recently. Uh, we're definitely seeing this with pre-sale developers uh, who are also you know, all wanting to hit go at the same time. Uh, pause projects uh, are all in full force as everyone races to the market. You know, in our, our internal data and consumer profiles, thank you very much, MLA Advisory, are supporting very much the same message, right? The, the majority of our buyers are believing that values are going to continue to increase throughout the remainder of the year. And as a result, they're making purchase decisions uh, with a little bit more urgency to make sure that they're taking advantage of both uh, current mortgage lending rules, as well as getting in before they expect those appreciations uh, to happen. Yeah, so let's start to look ahead into May. Uh, you know, you just mentioned 1,100 units released per month as an average. Um, and so when we look into head to May and see that uh, 2,700 units are going to possibly be released, this is a massive month. Uh, and this is over 20 different projects. The last time we saw this much inventory was November of 2018, when we saw nine projects releasing 3,000 new presale units that much. Um, and to be honest with you, this is a great thing to see uh, because we need supply in the market and this added supply will also help stabilize pricing. Um, so good news all around to see all of this inventory come to market. Um, 16 of the 20 upcoming pre-sale projects uh, are condo developments including five concrete towers uh, mostly in Surrey, Burnaby and West Coquitlam. These markets continue to be very popular in today's environment. Uh, and of course, we recently, uh, recently highlighted Coquitlam in a, a market spotlight video. I um, thought we did a fantastic job on that highlight. Video. I mean, I thought so too. <laughs> Check the links below because there's, uh, there's some great footage and some really good content in there that talks in depth about that marketplace and where we see it going over the next five to 10 years. Yeah, check that video out for sure. Um, as mentioned, 2,708 new units will come to market in May, 53% concrete, 42% wood frame and only 5% townhomes. Um, obviously, we've absorbed a lot of that uh, inventory in the last uh, nine months, uh, but we will see 142 uh, townhomes come to market uh, in, in May. 
Suze, why don't we move into some of the specific project details? Uh, we know that so many of our subscribers and so many of our viewers have asked more information about what's happening in the marketplace around the specific sites. And of course, our goal is just to highlight the most active markets for multifamily throughout, the, throughout 2021. And then we also want to touch on the projects that we really like in those neighborhoods. Um, and first, why don't we start with, with our own Redbridge uh, yeah. by, uh, by Kingswood. Yeah, Redbridge, we've talked about uh, this special project in Squamish, I think uh, maybe an episode or two ago. Uh, for those of you that have been following along, you may have heard we are sold out of our first phase. It's true. Uh, after a very successful uh, virtual realtor webinar and a preview period, we received, to be honest with you, over, overwhelming interest. And, you know, in marketing, we sort of say, use that term a lot, but it, it was really true in this case. Um, so hence, we're going to roll into our next phase very shortly. So stay tuned for more information on that. Um, we'll, uh, we'll share some price per square foot uh, information in the coming months, but needless to say, uh, we've set some new benchmarks in that market. And uh, overall, just a lot of really wonderfully happy uh, first-time buyers, um, buyers looking to, to use uh, Redbridge as a, a great recreational property, uh, and uh, lots of success there. Why don't we talk autograph, the west yeah. side. We, we highlighted the west side a few moments ago and I think let's d jump into it. Uh, the first thing is, is that Cami Street is back, finally. Autograph by Penny Farthing. This is their fifth installment on Cami Street, part of the Cami Street collection. Uh, and it's located like uh, just off of Cami. We love this location, 35th and Ash. Um, very quiet, tree-lined street, but also very central to the rest of the Lower Mainland, especially when you think about access to transit uh, along the Cami Street corridor. It's only 65 homes, right? It's, it's boutique in size, uh, and it's absolutely catered to a Cami buyer. The sales are beginning at the end of May. Uh, we have an exclusive release of 33 homes in the South Building. The North Building will be coming quickly behind, but I, I will share that uh, as we go through a preview and prospecting, um, those homes are being uh, allocated very quickly. So my recommendation would be to make sure that you secure yours today. Uh, and of course, all the links down below. And Suze, why don't we head back to West Coquitlam? Let's talk Belford. Yeah, let's uh, let's highlight Danzy from Belford Properties. Uh, another highlight from April. Uh, it's actually a steel frame low-rise condo building in West Coquitlam, also near Lohi Town Center. Mm -hmm. Now, we don't actually often see steel frame construction uh, in this market, uh, but pricing is akin to sort of wood frame product, and, and so nice to see um, just something different, I think, in the market. Uh, and no surprise, uh, projects began sales halfway through April. They've already sold 75% of their units. Um, very well received. Uh, some smaller units, uh, which has led to some really great affordable price points, um, starting from the low 300,000s. Um, that's made this a, a great value-driven program, attractive to investors and, and first-time home buyers. And of course, again, all of the other things Kukulam has to offer, which was in our spotlight that we talked about. And one of the interesting parts of their program is that they had a heavy participation rate among the insiders. And that's something that is uh, is less common in today's marketplace. And so we'll be really excited to see uh, where the dust settles in terms of price per square foot and how you manage both of those really well. Do you mind if we just head a little bit downtown, closer to the downtown core, uh, Strathcona? This is a really exciting offering. It's something that we're following quickly. Uh, it's not the largest project, but it's a special project. Mm -hmm. It's by Fabric Living. Its assembly took place over a, over a period of years. Um, strong architectural presence. Uh, this is very much in line with Jordan McDonald's uh, attention to detail. We're seeing this in some of the other programs that he's played a big role in, uh, and we're loving where this takes the marketplace. It's located right next to Admiral Seymour Elementary School, uh, obviously right in the, the heart of beautiful Strathcona. Now, there's only 40 market homes here. Many of them have rooftop decks. We know that that's a huge seller uh, post-COVID. 
Also only one color scheme, that's, that's somewhat interesting, uh, but also doesn't surprise me. Uh, they, that team does such a fantastic job in, in how they position homes and, and really, really hunt hard to make sure that it has features and finishings that's in line with, our with their purchasers. Project includes 11 commercial units, and this is what's really interesting is that they're really t purposely tailoring those CRU units uh, for local merchants, right? Heavy focus on maintaining the vibe and the authenticity of that neighborhood. So we're gonna keep a close eye on that, and especially how they perform from a sales standpoint. Yeah, and kudos to them for, I think, taking that approach. You don't often see that uh, level of detail in terms of really curating who those, um, uh, who's going to take over those commercial spaces. So excited to see what that looks like when it's actually built and constructed because it'll be a great addition to the neighborhood. Yeah, agreed. Suze, why don't we turn our attention over to the resale data and talk Greater Vancouver stats. Yeah, let's uh, let's do it. Lots to talk about here for sure. Um, now, it's difficult to match a record-setting month like March was uh, on the resale front, and quite frankly, we shouldn't try to match it because uh, the numbers were staggering. Um, so technically, we did drop a little bit in April. There were only 4,908 resales <laughs> in April. Only, only just only, under 5,000. Yeah, so we're down 14% from March, but to keep the, put this into perspective, 56% above the 10-year average. Nice to see supply increase in April. We had almost 8,000 new listings. Um, this is actually a new April record. Uh, it appears that sellers are trying to capitalize on the strong market and, and price escalation, uh, but we actually really need this supply. Again, this is going to help um, less bidding wars. Um, we're going to see um, less uh, homes going over asking price. Uh, this is a much healthier market, so this supply is really going to help stabilize pricing, which is a positive thing. Um, the other thing to note is that the more premium markets are, are seeing activity. So, uh, you know, for the past 12 months, uh, we've really seen lots of activity in the entry-level segment of the market but when you start to see that trickle up and we're seeing stuff on on the west side which you talked about um, uh, see good activity then you know it's you really can tell the strength of the market when you see that happening essentially fundamentals of supply and demand are much more stable in April uh, with that 12% rise in inventory uh, and um, you know overall just a very very strong month uh, even though it didn't quite match uh, the March numbers and I think that that big demand is having a huge impact right now on overall benchmark price uh, this metric is up 12% over the past year and and that is a shockingly high number. Uh, it certainly reminds us of what that marketplace was, or what our marketplace was doing back in 2014, parts of 2015 and 2016. Um, I think I think that the interesting news, though, is that while 12% is big, it's 9.1% in the past three months, and and that is some of the strongest growth uh, in the Metro Vancouver area that we've seen on record. Uh, this is an increase for five straight months as of April 2021. For the second straight month as well, the REBGV composite, the benchmark price, has set an all-time high, right? And we would expect that. Month over month, escalations in price, of course, at some point, we're going to continue. Uh, we're going to keep breaking records. Sales of listing ratios in 2021 have also been placing extreme upward pressure on pricing. That is that supply-demand problem that we know that we have. We uh, obviously we just talked a little bit about nice to see that extra supply in the market, but we certainly need more of it, and we need more of it consecutive, consecutively in order to see that benchmark price not rise the way that it has. Um, this increased number of new listings um, 
and slightly reduced sales brought down our sales to listing ratios. 48% sales to listing ratio across all product types, still firmly planted in a seller's market territory. Um, so despite the month over month drops of sort of 10 to 16%, depending on the product type, single family now sitting at 37%, condos at 52%, townhomes at 70% still. Um, again, just well above the 20% benchmark we often see for upward pressure pricing, uh, pricing pressure, sorry. Um, so again, still need more of that supply and inventory to come into the market. Overall, less sales than March, but very strong and very good news in the way of added supply coming. So hopefully we can keep that going. Suze, I think that's a wrap. Yeah, that went by fast today. Uh, as always, I'm going to say what we always do. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time. What we are going to, to share though is that we're always interested in feedback. So if there's questions, points of interest, or any projects that you want us to dive deep on, our recommendation is to fire those in the comments below. Also, give us a thumbs up, uh, hit that like button, make sure that you hit that subscribe button. That's going to give you access to all the incredible content that we always push out of the shop, right? You're going to hit Newswire, which is a daily update. There's, uh, there's the monthly pre-sale pulse, gives you access to great data of what you've seen today. And then of course, uh, puts you first in line for unit allocations and for access to inventory as we release through our projects. So uh, looking forward to seeing you guys online. Yeah, thanks for tuning in.